Ah, a little birthday drink for Carl Landry. 39 years young today. Got that great smiley face and disposition. He's joining us from Houston, Texas. Birthdays are important days. He, but he took care of picking up his mother today and at the airport. He's been a good son. Carl Landry, happy birthday and uh, welcome to Arnie's Birthday Zoom. Oh, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Tell us about, you know, I, I the question I always ask is, you know, what traditions you had growing up, uh, whether it would be uh, in the family or things that you do now on your birthday, what uh, what uh, are, are special things that you get to share in the, on that big day? I mean, typically my birthday, obviously, is in September, so school is yeah. in session. So a lot of my my birthdays, you know, never landed on a weekend, obviously, and I just... <laughs> The most important thing that I that I, I like to do on my birthday is just spend time with family. I was I'm yeah. blessed and fortunate enough to have my mom here with me uh, in in the Houston area today. She's uh, flew from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's my hometown. Yeah. To be on my yeah. birthday, uh, my sister is here uh, and a few other family members. So just being around them is the biggest gift I could ever ask for. Dinner at home or dinner out or what? What's the plan for tonight? Because the kids have school in the morning, uh, we're going to probably cater something small and uh, just have yeah. it. Yeah. Tell us about your family and your kids and uh, what uh, and what's what that family's life is like now that uh, your playing career is has come to a successful end. Oh, I love it. I love the family uh, life. Uh, it gives me stability. I have a wife. Uh, we've been together uh, for a long time, recently uh, married. Uh, been married for a few years, uh, kids, uh, daughter, 12, son, that's seven. Uh, it just, it gives me stability. I have a schedule now, you know, a schedule that I, that I, that I love doing, you know, waking up in the morning, taking the kids to school, picking them up from school in the, in the afternoon, making sure they have breakfast and, you know, their lunch is packed and even dinner when they come home. I love it. You know, I'm, I'm the dad and the mom at sometimes, you know, I really appreciate <laughs> uh family and I and I miss so much of it you know not only playing in the NBA but the last two years of my career I spent playing in uh China and Japan and you know six seven months out the year I'm, a, I'm away from my kids so I really yeah. wanted to get that time back so uh just recently I've been trying to take uh, and, and enjoy the moment and, and just really spend as much time as I can with my family what do those kids, your kids, like to do? Twelve? Are they athletes? Are they artists? Or what's uh, what uh, when you're when you're taking them to activities? What kind of activities are you taking them to at this point? I, what's crazy is I think they're still trying to figure it out. My daughter, she 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 loves art, so she yeah. art classes at school, outside of school. So she's very artistic. She can draw. Uh, my son. He, he loves video games. <laughs> Don't they all? So, but yeah. my son, he loves video games. He's into baseball, actually. Yeah. And I'm, you know, don't know much about it, but hey, we just allowed our kids to kind of try, you know, different things and figure out what they love. Uh, but they're just kids and they, uh, they just, they're just kids. They're just living life right now. All right. You would have been a, a growing up, was basketball always your thing from the earliest days? You've been a heck of a tight end, also. But uh, tell me about tell me about that. How much you uh, was that always what you focused on growing up in Milwaukee? No, actually, my story is kind of unique. Uh, I started growing um, probably about my eighth grade, ninth grade year. 
got to high school. Uh, I didn't play basketball. So I didn't play basketball until my ninth grade. Well, I temp- attempted to play basketball my ninth grade year, but I got cut from the freshman team in high school. So basketball was never my thing. Uh, I didn't really have, you know, much a sports background. My mom played a little bit of basketball. My dad played, but not much. You know, I just enjoyed doing the paper route every morning with my mom and dad and making a little money, extra money to put in my pocket so I can go buy candy or chips. But uh, I started to get teased in high school in the ninth grade, like, man, you're 6'2", and you can't play, you can't dunk, you can't dribble, you you know, and something in the inside, something on the inside just was like, Carl, you need you need to try out for the team just to prove all yeah. the haters wrong. And I, and I tried out, got cut, and uh, came back the following year, uh, which – was 10th grade and I made it barely though <laughs> I made it. but something just kept burning on the inside of me and I wanted to just prove everybody wrong at that time I was about 6'4 the 10th grade about 6'4 and I just kept working I kept working I kept working and uh, uh, ended up getting a scholarship to go to community college in southern Indiana Vincennes University yeah there's another famous basketball player got cut his freshman year. That guy named uh, Jordan, I think. Uh, so you've got something in you've got something in common with that Michael Jordan, right? There he is. There's inspiration of those uh, guys that uh, you think about. I'm sure as you've uh, worked your way through life. Okay, the story of you coming to Purdue is an interesting one, just because uh, Gene Cady recruited you, but Matt Painter was wasn't far behind what was that like for you I mean uh, I think you came with Gary it was a Gary Ware that also came with you and uh uh, at the same time but tell me about what that was like and what it was like to be on Purdue's campus for the first time because it was a it was a big big challenge a big change for you yeah uh so um Vincennes University I, I just I committed school which was college, I committed my grades and I committed myself to basketball. That's it. Like there was no other thing that mattered in my life at that time once I got to Vincennes University. By my sophomore year, so entering into my sophomore year, uh, I was like preseason All-American. And after my sophomore year at Vincennes, I finished as uh, like a a junior college All-American, first team junior college American, one of the top players in junior college. And all these schools were recruiting me, you know, Oklahoma, uh, Florida State and all of these schools were recruiting me and I took a couple of visits, took a visit to Purdue, obviously just because it was right up the road, you know, yeah. uh, but I was like, I'm, mom, I'm, I'm not going here. I'm not going yeah. here. Yeah. You know, I wanted to, when I went to Oklahoma or, or Florida State, you know, Florida, you know, all these schools were like major and it was the warm weather and it was like exciting. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, uh, after talking to her, she thought that Purdue would would be a good fit. You know, she felt at the time that it was a school that needed me, like they needed me, you know. And it did. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And and not wanted me. You know, some of these other schools were just, you know, I was just another asset to the the program. And and my mom, she was like, Carl, you can you can continue to live the life you live through, you know, continue your journey through high school and Vincennes and do the same thing at Purdue. And after, you know, talking to my mom, I committed to uh, Purdue and, and uh, coach, uh, coach Martin and coach Tracy yeah. Webster was there at the time and yeah. kind of leaned on them, you know, through, through that transition uh, from coach Katie to coach Painter. And uh, things were, things were tough in the beginning though. 
things were yeah. definitely tough, but I'm, I'm so glad I, I made that decision to go to Purdue. Yeah, one of the more interesting stories, I think your second game of your second year, you scored 35 points against UNO, I believe it was. And then you shut it down because that knee, you had that knee injury and, yeah. and working that way through. Taking, you know, we all look back at, through the lens of uh, time. Birthdays are a good day to reflect, I always say. But what, you know, that decision to do that really gave you an opportunity to have that unbelievably good senior year and get a chance, uh, I think, a really strong chance in the league. Yeah, uh, you know, it was discouraging my my first first year I played at Purdue. I think we won like yeah. seven games. It was yeah. tough. And it was really just the Gene Cady farewell. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and we were there and, and and it was just tough, man, because I wanted to win so bad for him. You know, I knew what he meant not only for Purdue, but just for the for the state of Indiana. And unfortunately, we just didn't have enough. Uh, and I believe we won like seven or eight games, uh, tore my ACL. I think the last home game of the season, my first season there at Purdue. Right. And, uh, you know, six months later, seventh months, months later, the season rolled around and I just, I just wasn't myself, even though I think I played three games and averaged yeah. like 30, 33, 34. Yeah, you had 35 in your last game, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Been. Yeah. And, and I just, I just wasn't myself. And I, and I went to coach, uh, coach painter and I, and I was like, man, I, I'm just in pain. Like I, I can't yeah. play the whole season like this. I, I, I want to know if I can redshirt, just be honest with you, yeah. you know, and, uh, by, by the grace of God, you know, they allowed me to, uh, to redshirt, uh, and, and, the, uh, the athletic director at that time, uh, Morgan Burke. Morgan, yeah. Morgan, yeah. And, you know, rest in peace to him. He allowed me to redshirt. And, uh, it allowed me to, to, you know, six months at that time wasn't a lot to recover from an ACL, you know, no. 20 years ago, you know, we didn't have the yeah. sports medicine and the technology, but you know, I had time a year to recovery and to recover. And we were a better team my last year there. We had a chance to play in the NCAA tournament against, you know, Joe King, Noah, Al Horford, all those guys, and uh, take them to like two possessions, you know, one, a final yes, possession. Did. And uh, I played well. And man, I, it just, everything just li lined up for me and uh, got a chance to get drafted. And boy, was that a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> a good surprise. David Teague, you had some personalities. David Teague, you guys were kind of the, Inside outside guys, though that that's not quite fair, but you guys were certainly changed the tone of Purdue basketball along with Matt Painter. Really, I know that Hummel and all those guys came the next year, but you got them got them uh got the program moving in the right direction. How hard did Matt Painter push you? I mean, what kind of guy was he to play for in that first year? Um, or, or at least the second year when you were eligible or, or, or healthy, I mean, and making that run to the big Big Ten uh tournament and the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Coach Painter definitely pushed me, you know. He pushed me at times when I didn't want to be pushed, you know. Yeah. I recently told Coach Painter, uh, actually about a, a month or so ago, I told him, I said, you know, thank you for seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself, you know, at that time. Because yeah. at that time, I'm like, why is he making me do this? Why is he, you know, <laughs> asking me to be the leader, you know? why is he, you know, asking me to be the first one to finish suicides? Like I didn't understand, you know, yeah. just, I had something in me where I was like, I'm going to just work my hardest. And usually that pays off, but he pushed me beyond, 
you know, my limits at times and uh, even mentally, you know, yeah. and that, that, that helped me so much. And uh, it's funny because he came from Southern Illinois and they had yeah. a TV show. There was a TV show out at that time where Southern Illinois, I forget the, get the name of it, but they, they were on TV. And I remember watching some of the Kent Williams and Jermaine Dearman and all these guys. And when coach painter came, I'm like, I want to be like, I want to be like Jermaine Dearman. I want to be like these oh, guys. Yeah. And man, coach painter, he just seen something in me that I didn't see in myself. So yeah, I appreciate that. It was fun. Yeah. He made, they made a run to the sweet 16 under Bruce Weber, I think. And I remember Boy, Jermaine Dearman was terrific, terrific player. Matt was it was his top assistant before the one year that Matt had the head coaching job. But what an unbelievable talent he was! Uh, and you did Jermaine Dearman very proud by the end by the end of your time at Purdue. <laughs> All right, we go back. Uh, your favorite. I, I want to ask you about your favorite memories playing in Mackey. Then I also want to maybe follow that up with what it was like for you to. You walk out as not an old man, but as the retired uh, the retired basketball player on the court of Mackey Arena last year. What was that like for you? So my favorite memory at Mackey was it was more it was a negative memory because I think yeah. it it pushed me to work even harder. My first season at at, at uh, Purdue, we played Indiana, and when I got to Purdue, it was all about oh Indiana, that's the rivalry. Bobby Snight, all oh, yeah. Uh, Adam Ford threw me a a full court pass at the end of the game, right? I caught it, scored, and won, no time left. I went to the free throw line to win the game with no time left, and I missed. I don't know if you remember that, but that changed yeah. my mindset forever. You know, forever, I'm like, I got to do better. I got to work harder. I got to make my free throws, you know? And uh, that was a probably a negative memory in a lot of people's yeah. eyes. But me, I, it was, it was, it was, I grew from that. You know, and it was it was a great memory for me because it pushed me, you know, like I said before, beyond my my normal limits. Uh, what was the second question? Well, oh, no, coming was... coming back coming coming back to Mackey last yeah. year in the game and 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 being recognized, uh, bobblehead and all that. What was that? What was that like for you? Yeah, so to be, you know, I I got to Purdue in 2005, so to be close to 20 years removed from Purdue. Yeah. And get the standing ovation and to get, you know, the love that I got, you know, when I came back to campus was crazy. I mean, some of those kids in school wasn't even born when I played at Purdue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of them were yeah. one or two. So, I mean, for them to, you know, appreciate some of the things that I did for the school and man, I it was it was a great feeling. And I don't get to get the chance to come back to Indiana much and, uh, and, and West Lafayette much, but that was a that was a great feeling to see and to be a part of. And I don't know if that you've done this, and maybe you have, but if you had a chance to get Jaden Ivey on the call or a Zoom call or see him heading into his NBA career, you had a ten-year NBA career, which is a, and a very very successful one. You you uh, you know were were a terrific player for for a number of different teams. What do you tell a guy going into the league what it's like? And and yeah, he may be coming in as a higher draft pick than you. I get that. But uh, uh, this is a guy that uh, has talent, but there's something to playing in that league that takes some discipline and just some uh, toughness. Yeah, I think if I had to give him some advice, I would just say be a sponge. Like the yeah. tools, the tools are there, you know, and he and history shows that he'll continue to to grow. You know, his shooting yeah. is better, his basketball IQ, decision-making, all that'll get better. History shows that. But be a sponge, you know, like 
take in as much as you can from the from the from the older players, you know, uh, uh, on the court and off the court. Learn how to, you know, uh, manage your money and, you know, uh, learn the referees names and, you know, all the little things. Don't just say, hey, ref, hey, ref. No, if his name is, you know, John. Hey, John. You know, hey, Alan. You know, hey, Carl. Yeah. You know, call by their first name because you, that's how you want somebody to, you know talk to you so i just say be a sponge and i know detroit they're they're a young team but learn how to be a professional on and yeah. off the court because uh it goes a long way believe it or not it goes yeah. a long way and uh man he, he's a, a, a extremely talented you know yes I saw, he is <laughs> uh the, the 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 moment he you know came to campus and um the sky's the limit for him man he's young he'll have a great career but um yeah, learn how to be a professional yeah, they, on and off the yeah. mm-hmm. All good advice, all good advice. All right, you've watched some Purdue basketball. I'm sure you keep some some tabs on on what you see. This will be a team this year that's obviously has got to replace Jaden Ivey, Travion Williams uh, on down the line. But uh, talk about what you like about this group, or maybe just what do you like about Matt Painter's ability to get this program uh, and keep it at a high level. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter who Coach Painter puts out there on the floor. I mean, he's kind of like Greg Popovich. He gets the best yeah. out of out of his players. You know, Coach Painter doesn't recruit the five star recruits. You know, I don't know if he's ever had a five star recruit. Yeah. You know, and he's been there 20, 20 years. Uh, yeah. And but he gets the best out of his players. You know, he gets the best out of John Hammonds. He gets the best out of Jawan Johnson. He gets the best out of Rob hum- Robbie Humble, Scott Martin. You know, all the Chris Kramer. He gets the best out of his guys, guys that probably got overlooked by every school yeah. book, you know? Yeah. But he gets the best out of those guys, and those guys go on to have, you know, successful careers, playing basketball and beyond. So Coach Painter, uh, man, just, a, just an all-around good coach, and he's he's been at Purdue this long for a reason. Yeah. All right. We're going to let you get back to your, your birthday celebration. Uh, one last question. Now, uh, being a, being a, a, your dad position with your kids can't be any more important than anything else you do, but any other professional interests or things that you'd like to think you're going to be doing uh, on a professional basis over the next few years? What are you, what are you working on? What's in your wheelhouse? So nothing far as sports. I'm fat now. I'm like yeah. 40 pounds overweight. <laughs> Uh, but right now, my wife and I, we own uh, a couple of salons in the Houston area, a reserve salon and spa. We rent out uh, spaces to individual beauty professionals. And uh, also, uh, I have my own real estate company uh, in the Houston area, residential properties. Uh, and we're just continuing to grow. We want to continue to add more salons. I want to continue to you know, purchase more properties and build wealth uh, uh, in the Landry family. All right. Sounds great. Well, I think knowing you, it's going to go well. And that personality, that smile you have is going to continue to open doors as it did for Purdue fans uh, that fell in love with you in the in your days in West Lafayette and beyond. All right. Have a great birthday. Thanks so much for taking the time. We don't take that for granted because uh, you're a busy man. Get those kids picked up if you're doing that here shortly and have a great birthday. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you hopefully in Mackey Arena before long. All right. Appreciate it, Alan. Go, go gold and black. All right. Thanks. <laughs>